find right, they get to get into these universities. But hopefully, wake up call to the populace on what important folks put on those degrees. Hopefully, this is a wake up call because we are conditioning our babies to go and get these degrees to the point where they are riddled with debt equals slavery. And I'm hoping that's what we are getting even out of this black nobility series that the system of commerce was set up for the top lines to always be the winner in a commerce situation. And in order for them always to be the winner, there always has to be someone that they are ciphering wealth from. Uh And the debt is a huge part of it. It equals slavery. Now, a lot of folks been dropping a lot of videos lately, um, and I'll, I'll get those to you. Um, talking about how slavery, what they're calling slavery, really was just a system of working, okay, or that indenture servitude, okay? So hopefully folks are starting to make these connections um, because now they're tying having a quote-quote degree that you have to pay for, and we're not talking no chump change either. So you go into all this type of debt to get a degree and 99.9% of people that's getting degrees are going to work for these same corporations tied back to these elite bloodlines and you're still in perpetual debt, i.e. slavery. Mm-hmm. So it's the same, same thing. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Go ahead, sis. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go on a tangent. I want one more point. <laughs> now, uh-huh. has anybody figured out how come these planes are crashing? Anybody? Anybody? And didn't the, didn't the, the, the um, pole shift, the magnetic pole shift? And these Child. people trying to figure out why these planes crashing. I got a theory. Hmm. I don't yeah, know how don't, my don't on with your theory. Yes, please. I got a theory because their instruments are not functioning anymore because they're set to the magnetic pole, and it's it's not working for, and they can't take control of the planes anymore. They 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 have been changing that that the the guidance systems for a long time, but what about the internal functioning of the plane? You know, and how it, you know, banks and turns and jives and dips. It's all GPS. Right. And that's all. Right. Totally. So I was just thinking, I wonder if that has anything to do with all these planes crashing. That's and a very course, good point. Of course, the one from the UN, well, we could see that's nasty. Mm-hmm. Because they always because vote the for the indigenous folks, you know. So, yeah, anyway. that, yeah that, that's a very good point. Um, someone pointed out 
to me right before I was getting on the uh, air, and I didn't have a chance to watch it, but um, Brother Remedy H. has a video out um, about the planes. Um, mm -hmm. So he has, a, and I haven't, you know, listened to it or whatever, so um, he has a theory as well. But, um, yeah, it, it very well could be that particular model of plane. Uh, they did not upgrade to... to guide the, what's it called? Glidoscope or something, you know, for balance yeah. and stuff? Yeah. All yeah. that stuff in there. I, I forget what they right. call that thing. But it balances the plane and, you know, keeps it, you know, stable. And when they lose control, they can't get it back. Right. And, and interestingly enough, um, they are now starting to talk about that magnetic pole shift just in different publications. Of course, mainstream media, like meaning your local news and um, world news tonight now, have yet to do featured stories on it, but other publications are starting to come out and talk about the magnetic pole shift. And it is, of course, they're not saying this, but um, it is really moving fast, family. That's what they say. It's moving very, very fast. Now, Brother Kalai had a show uh, Monday and he was going through uh, his family's the pictures, his people that sent pictures in. And this one sister, Yao, she sent in a picture that blew my wig totally back. She sent in a picture, and I don't know what area she was from, but it was of this red orb. And the orb was sitting so low that it was like sitting among the trees and you saw like these marks in the um or and uh, all in the trees you saw these entities and then you saw an entity clasping onto the orb and it looked like it was trying to climb into the orb and so based on those those initial marks on the orb, I'm thinking that that entity was crawling across this red orb and trying to get into the orb. Now, this is a picture that this lady caught just by snapping her camera. And then in the background, in the skyline, you can see, like, the red hue, and then you can see uh, the purple hue. That picture just really, 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 really blew all of us away. Um, so, you know, we still have the astrological events going on. Um, Danny of Daytona posted another pic of him catching the little two suns up in the sky. Um, so this stuff is really, really jumping off, and it's moving extremely fast. Okay, so, but no, great point, sis, great point. Uh, Brother Sean, did you have, uh-huh. Maybe the question about them playing should be who was on them. Mm -hmm. Not, I don't think that there's anything in particular wrong with the design. No. Or about the thing about it being updated or this, that, or the other. 
was a matter of who was on those planes. I agree. That's another yeah. Yeah, that's another point. That's well, another it's a point. Up. It's a cover up for those who was in it to make it look like everybody's doing it. Or maybe people having... were being executed. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. That's why I say it's a matter of who was on the plane. That makes people sense. People taken out. Yeah, that makes so a lot of talk. sense, brother. They can't run their MF and mouth. Yeah, and folks have to be sacrificed. I'm, oh, that's a great point you brought up because I thought about that as we see um, these different scandals, quote, quote, come out among the, quote, quote, rich. And I thought of two things. Number one, it's either a psyop slash ritual so meaning the the public is starting to wake up and they're restless. So it's like right before Rome fell back in the day, people finally caught up to the perpetual slavery debt-ridden system that they were put under. So they like, no, nah, the hell with all of this. Okay, so what do the uh, those particular bloodlines do? They start sacrificing their own in order to shield the originals. So that's a very, very good point, Brother Sean. It very well could be cleanup time um, among their own. Because if you pay attention to all of these quote, quote, scandals, that they're showing in the media over and over and over again. It's either a psyop, meaning they really ain't going to do nothing to them people, just they're going to put the stories out there to make it seem like they're going to do something to the people, but behind the scenes, the people just will not be in the public view anymore. And or it's just a simple fact that they needed to be the one to be the patsy, the sacrificial lamb, to, quote, quote, save the institution. So that's a very good point, Brother Sean. But the good part about this um, is it don't matter what scheme the trick they try to do because, you know, they could stand outside and tell Mother Earth that on who supposedly allegedly did what on when on what date that's what they can do as that plasma shoots across the sky and out of that ground and tase them in the ass so that's what they can explain all of that because she will do the ultimate cleanup she is the final decision maker but i'm sorry brother sean go ahead <laughs> but um you ain't hearing nothing about the judges siding with Cosby, the Supreme Court judges. I'm reckoning it's only a matter of time before Cosby is let out. Because all these lawsuits being denied, ain't nobody won not one lawsuit against him. Ain't none of them ain't none of them girl boys getting nothing. The boy girls, whatever the hell they're Right, getting. whatever the case may be, right. Right. They ain't getting nothing. And they know that there was a kangaroo court even, though. Mm-hmm. So, 
They ain't saying nothing in the media about that. But what they offer up is these two white women that don't nobody really give a fuck about, Little House or whatever the fuck she was on. Don't know about her, her kids. I mean, I get the whole thing about the college thing. But you, you, you give us these these two ratchet bitches, but then you say there's other CEOs and, you know, this and the other involved, but you ain't going to say they name. But you right. give us these two motherfucking crumbs that ain't worth shit. Right. So, right. But you know most people going to be happy about that. Right, right, right. And that's why I totally agree with you on that, Brother Sean, that it's a smokescreen and that perspective that they're never going to really give up the juicy names that, you know, is really going to make a, a deep impact. So they're the They're going to pay a fine. They're going to pay a fine, and you ain't going to hear nothing else about this. Who probably right. going to catch it the worst is the coaches at the college. Uh-huh. That was taking the payoff. Yep. Right. And I wonder how many of them is melanated. Mm, I don't know. I'm just, I don't I'm know. Just saying, though, you know somehow, even if they call themselves sacrificing somebody else, Along the way, you know it's going to be more melanated people sacrifice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, they put them in fall down positions. Right. <laughs> Isn't that a part of that whole secret society, those different organizations that these people exactly. join? When your number yeah. is up or it's time for you to play, a certain role, it is what it is. You got to get in position and play that play that particular role. Because, you know, that particular organization, um, along with the others in the inner circle, put those people in power or gave them their particular star fame or because the people that we see commonly that we think are the ballers, they really ain't shit in comparison to who put them on and the people who put them on really ain't shit compared to the tied back to the, um, the bloodlines that run everything. So like we told you all before, it's a circle within a circle within a circle within a circle. And that middle dot in the middle is the group that controls all of those circles. And they have gatekeepers on each one of those circles. And the people that you see in the public eye that you think are so powerful, they are the ones furthest from the inner circle. So they're always going to be the ones that are sacrificed first. Always. Because the goal is always to protect inner circle. All of this elitism I just described, and I you. Thank you for the time I put and my Okay, brother. brother. Okay, thank you Amen. much, brother. Peace and love. <laughs> Yes. 
indeed, brother. Thank you for that drop, as usual. Truly appreciate it. He said it. Okay, family, just a quick recap, um, because I want us to be mindful um, of who the, really, who the founding fathers are of the 13 colonies. The magistrates, the the homunculus. The black nobility kings of Europe. So I'm uh, back in the book of the Negro Question, part six, the 13 colonies, the 13 black colonies, sorry, by Lee Cummings. All right. So, here are the founding fathers, okay? You mean mothers. King James Stewart, <laughs> King Charles I Stewart, King Charles II Stewart, <gasps> King James II, and King George Third. And here are the years that they founded. Okay, and what I hate to even use founded, y'all, so please forgive me because the, the shit this need to fuck off because you can't found something that was already established. here. Yeah, uh, established. Established, exactly. E- established. I'll say established, all right, with their commerce system because that's all it really is. Okay, thank you, Brother Sean. 1607, Virginia founded by Black Scott King James I. 1620, um, Massachusetts, Maine, founded by King James I. 1620, New England, founded by King James I. 1632, Maryland, founded by King Charles I. 1629, New Hampshire, founded by, uh, established, and it's saying in the book, founded, but I'm established by King Charles, 1636, Rhode Island, uh, established by King Charles II, 1638, Delaware, established by King Charles II, 1663, North Carolina, founded by King Charles II, 1636, Connecticut, established by King Charles II, 1681, Pennsylvania, established by King Charles II, 1663, South Carolina, established by King Charles II, 1664, King James, second Duke of York, founded uh, or established New Jersey, 1732, Georgia, established by black German King George II. And remember, when we get to King George II, um, he is of that German uh, particular family bloodline, and he was the one that ish- issued in that Windsor name. Okay, all right, so that's the recap. So we're going to go on to uh, the next charter. Let me see which one we left off on. Hold on a second, family, I'm getting to the page. Got so many notes and <laughs> notes in this book. Um, Pennsylvania. Okay, that's where we left off. <clears throat> the Charter of Pennsylvania. Um, now I'm on page 82 if you're in the book. Pennsylvania Historical Museum Commission, and he just shows a picture of um, Charles II. So he goes, Charles II, by the grace of God, King of England, Scotland, France, and Ireland. Ireland, defender of the faith and company, Um, to all whom these presents shall come, 
Greek. Excuse me. Whereas our trustees and well beloved subject William Penn, Esquire, uh, son and heir of William to enlarge our English empire and promote such useful commodities as may as also to reduce the savage natives by gentle and just uh, maimers to the love of civil society and Christian religion. Okay, so we may have talked about this last week, or this may have been in the other charter. Okay, but I'm just going to point it out again, how they came with that goddamn religion. Okay, that Christian religion. Okay, because remember, this is the bloodline of the Romans. All right, so here's the author. Uh, the wording of this chapter proves that it never entered into the mind of the black Stuart kings to enslave the native Indians. King Charles II is explicit when he says, reduce the savage natives by gentle and just manners. This charter was issued in 1681 by a Stuart Scottish Highlander king. And the key phrase in this document is gentle and just. Do I have to explain what gentle and just means? It is written, he that would have friends must first show himself friendly. It appears that the black Scots came into North America with friendship as their guide. There is no mention of slavery in this document. Okay, and so far, all the other charters that we went through as well, they mentioned nothing of slavery. It was all um, about commerce and about getting the natives to uh, recognize their Christianity and them um, establishing the territory boundaries within these charters or these contractual business agreements to do commerce. And in one of the charters, um, they specifically said, that particular king specifically said that their job was to make sure as they were mining the minerals out of the Americas that the king got his cut. Okay? So again, this is all about commerce. Everywhere that these Romans go, they destroy everywhere because they use their guise as religion on what their God told them uh-huh. that they have authority to go out and conquer the world, to take the land. Entitlement. Under their banner of their God and their religion. <laughs> but every uh, society, every land that they inhabited, they destroy and collapse it because they're using a system, their system of commerce, and I don't give a fuck how they remix it. It's the same formula, and it works against natural law because you don't need gold and silver and diamonds. And what they're calling currency, money, and financial system. 
It's all against nature. It's all an illusion. That's why every civilization that these Romans set up, and they keep renaming themselves different things, but the same fucking people, it collapses. Because it is against the natural order. All right. Okay, so the laws for regulating and governing, and so I'm back on what's up in the charter for Pennsylvania. And again, people, this is not the entire um, charter. He's just giving us excerpts from it. Uh, You can go online once again and pull these old charters yourself, excuse me, and read through them, and you will be just astounded and disgusted at the same time because you're going to see where they literally sat up on their ass, came into the indigenous or um, the original folks, our land, and carved up our stuff, came into our establishment and carved it up for the purpose of profit and issued land sources out of Mother Earth and use her people on as resources as well and put a tax on them and indenture servants on them to just inhabited her already given to the people by birthright. These are the patterns of your Romans. All right? Okay, so here we go. The laws for regulating and governing of property within the said province, as well for the um, descent and enjoyment of lands, as likewise for the enjoyment and succession of goods and chattels, and likewise as to felonies, shall be and continue the same, as they shall be for the time being by the general course of the law of our kingdom of England until the said law shall be altered by the said William Penn, his heirs and and assignees, and by the free men, okay, free men. So now you should start putting those connections on that free man. And why that surname, free men, it's even in place. And who usually carries the surname of Freeman? I'll pause, take a sip of water. Oh. Melanated people. Usually, if you see someone with the Freeman last name, surname, it is a melanated person. Oh. All right. And by the free man of the said province, their delegates or deputies, or the greater part of them. William Penn issued his own charter, and if you backtrack and reread the essay of Benjamin Franklin, you could see that the indentured servants and convicts were flooding into the Pennsylvania colony. Okay, so that's another thing that folks don't want to motherfucking talk about. 
indentured servants on this land and what they use the term slavery, which is really slime, is speaking of the Caucasian folks that they shipped over to the land, the lands, to be the indentured servants. And that also included any of their felons. Okay, that's right up in the Pennsylvania Charter that they were shipping their felons over here, okay? And Brother 832 spoke on it last week that um, Castro did the same shit when he shipped boatloads of the folks he didn't want to be bothered with. Um, they, you know, mainly they were saying they were prisoners of war when Castro took over. But it is said that he emptied out uh, Cuba's motherfucking prison and sent them over. So same tactic. Same thing happened in Australia. All right. So, uh, so, all right. Uh, on the next page, I have provided you with a coin depicting William Penn as a black man dated 1701. Okay. Pennsylvania Charter, 1701. The Pennsylvania Charter of 1700 was not issued by King Charles II. It was issued by William Penn himself. This charter mentions free men, black Scots. Okay, so now y'all get that connection of where that surname free man derived from. And why I'm sure a lot of melanated people picked up that name. All right. The charter mentioned free men, black Scots, and the liberty afforded to them. The charter never mentions the enslavement of men, but insinuates that some men are not free men. The charter, coupled with the essay that Benjamin Franklin wrote, in 1751 may be alluding to the indentured servants flooding into Pennsylvania. This change of tone in this charter corresponds to the region of the black German Hanover kings, the Georges. All right. So the Georgia Charter. Um, I'm not going to read you the entire charter you can do that on your own i just want to read the most important part to you so always as the said bylaws constitutions orders and ordinances pains and penalties from time to time to be made and imposed be reasonable and not contrary or repugnant to the laws or statutes of this our realm. This was the original charter that was given to the people of Georgia. It wasn't until the reign of King George II that the Magna Carta was broken. King George II legalized the slave trade in Georgia and went about the business of legalizing slavery in Virginia. Dependence, he said it was deleted. Thomas Jefferson's name King George II as ooh, now that's a heavy ooh, brother, that's a heavy one now. 
sorry, family. I would have preferred you gave us receipts on that, but I'm going to read it. He's saying Thomas Jefferson names King George II as the king that legalized slavery in the colonies. Okay, so now you can take that two ways. You can take that, is it the traditional slavery that they speak on? I really don't think it's that. It's the taxation and the working your way out of debt, the indentured servitude, okay? All right, so selling one debt to an, um, to another, which is still done to this day, if you think about it, okay? That's the whole financial system. So if you owe someone a debt and you go into default, they turn around and sell your debt to someone else. So in other words, if you had a prison sentence, you were a felon, and you were supposed to be working off your sentence, and then um, whoever you was working off your sentence with wind up striking a deal with someone else to get paid to, now they take on you that you now work off your debt or sentence with them. And this okay. is the plan. So slavery. This is the plan that they got for America. So while some people may be upset about some things that I've said recently in this episode and other times, uh, I'm speaking the truth. And what you need to understand it is that it's not about race, that this is about slavery and how our modern society is empowering the group under the mind control of the globalist mindset to devalue the basic human being for not wanting to be a slave, for not wanting to be in this slave system, especially melanated peoples. We are not here to be working for no money and to be unpaid uh, slave labor and oh oh did you do that well it was a long time ago uh, so let's just forget it no we're talking about the present day moment and a lot of people a lot of Americans uh, are not doing anything not speaking up nothing about this false debt they're so up in arms about Mueller and the witch hunt and people on the left and people on the right and you don't see that what your attention should really be on is these bankers are still trying to uh, dig Americans deeper and deeper into this fake, it's fake, it's a fake debt system. And only if you go to their schools can you get a top job. And yet we know that these people are getting into these schools and they're getting through these schools like George W. And they're not qualified and they're not good. And that's why everything in the government is falling apart because these people are imbeciles. They don't have to really be good at their job. There's no checks and balances. It's fake. Everything that we think is fake. People that are getting jobs are getting jobs based on their gender, based on their uh, proclivity to be sex slaves because they were abused as children. Whatever it is, we're going under a new system. And it is the sex for uh, getting ahead system. And that's why all these people are being transgendered because they are easily mind control slaves. It's about slavery. And if we don't do something about this fake 
debt, the fake debt system that the bankers and the Zionists are still holding Americans to, which is going to give, by the way, let's think a couple of steps ahead, that if there's a poll flip coming and countries like Russia and China and Europe are going to be flooded or ruined or displaced as well as the whole northern half of America, all these people are going to be moving down towards the equator. That's why they're taking over Africa. That's why they're trying to get the land back from the, the black indigenous Southern American because they want that land and they need some place to live because where they live is going to be ruined by the pole shift. Y'all better start thinking. And so what they're going to do to get people off their land, if they're not already using, uh, you know, like what they're doing in California, these companies own this land. This is how they're going to feel like they have the right to come in and and put people in FEMA camps to work off debt. And I, you know, you people can't be told anything. Nobody can say anything. Anything that makes you think is, oh, this China is disruptive. It's divisive. You better start thinking. Why Jesus not going to save you? These pastors are going to be the ones saying, yeah, I got a whole truck full of people for FEMA. Come get them. They know the lie. They worship Satan. They know what's going to happen. America, you better wake up. Was still a commerce business. It was about working. Okay? Right? So that's where the whole term of chattel, chattel slavery comes into play. All right, here we go. Thomas Jefferson. King George II has waged cruel war against human nature itself violating its most sacred rights of life and liberty. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why he was saying this, because <clears throat> my take is going to be a little different on what the author is saying. King George II has waged a cruel war against human nature itself, violating its most sacred rights of life and liberty, liberty and the persons of a distant people who never offended him, captivating and carrying them into slavery in another hemisphere or to incur miserable death in their transportation um, thither. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered by repeated injuries. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may be defined as tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a people who mean to be few, free, I'm sorry. Um, He's saying future ages will scarce believe that the hardiness of one man adventure within the short compass of 12 years only. Okay, so y'all get that motherfucking 12 years as a slave. Remember that motherfucking movie they put out? Quote, quote, Blockbuster? Make it up. The short compass of 12 years only. On so many acts of tyranny without a mask over a people fostered and fixed in principles of liberty. And so the author said, I did the math. 1763 minus 12 equals 1751. 
right? So that's the 1751 where uh, West's face, <coughs> Franklin put out the motherfucking essay complaining, uh, saying that it was too many blacks all surrounding them. Okay, so in other words, he's saying, no, I don't bring nobody from Africa, none of that, because it's not too many of us white folk here. We don't need it. Now, what I want to point out, where I differ with the author, because he's not taken up for the slavery system on behalf of the melanated people, okay? He's taking up for the slavery debt indentured servitude or servant system for his Caucasian brothers and sisters. Because they were being shipped over. Serving the 12 years as a slob. Okay? That's the hidden history that they don't want to tell you. Go ahead, so they girl. reversed it and put that that sentence on quote quote melanated people from Africa serving it. Okay? So we know that Franklin and them did not want any more melanated folks in the Americas because they said shit, we surrounded by them. So it had to be the Caucasians that they were pissed with Charles II on for sending them over doing this hard indentured servant labor. All right. Uh, so it was saying, he said he did the math, so that comes up to 1751. He said this was the exact year that the Georgia Charter was revoked and slavery was legalized in the Georgia colony. Uh, King George took away our charters and altering fundamentally the forms of our government. It was the black German Hanover Kings, the Georges, that took away the charters and that the original colonial form of government and the original colonial government there was no such thing as slavery and that is a fact okay so um they are pissed at uh george because he changed up the game on them as far as um their deal on the commerce all right so uh, Jefferson and them was seeing too many of their brothers and sisters, Caucasians, caught in this loop of indentured servants. Now, I'm not going to say that it was not indeed the indigenous people that were also caught into the trap of indentured servitude, too, because as this is going on, you had uh, indigenous tribe that also was huggy huggy kiss kiss with the Europeans aiding them in setting up these systems okay so that means that some of the um, indigenous folks were also being caught in that loop of debt um, 
servitude as well, okay? Because as they were setting up the system of commerce, they were also um, instituting taxes and all of that. Okay, uh, let me see how much of that we want to continue. Uh, okay, so, sorry, I'm just trying to get the bang for the buck here, family. Uh, yep, so Thomas Jefferson, they are permitting their chief magistrate to send over not only soldiers, detachments of our common blood. Okay, so as I said, it was the Caucasian folks he was complaining about. Uh, but Scott and foreign mercenaries to invade and deluge us in blood. Um, all right, so the author goes, who are these Scott and foreign mercenaries, Mr. Jefferson? The answer lies in Benjamin Franklin's essay, 
to prove it, <laughs> as well as the family crest to prove it. Okay. Um, let me see. <laughs> All right. So he just goes on to say um, the King George. Uh, king George II was a black German, and he was king of England in 1751. I want to ask you a question. If the Scots, Brits, and Irish were black, according to Boyd Dotson, Dawkins, I'm sorry, um, page three, and he puts himself in there, and Lee Cummings, how come Benjamin Franklin didn't include them among the tawny or black in Europe? Okay. All right. Um, he was saying by the year 1751, the black Scots, Britons, and black Irish have been deported to Barbados, Americas, West Indians, Jamaica, or beyond the sea. What was the after effect of the deportation of the black Scots? Once the children of the three kingdoms were deported, the whites assume the names, royal titles, lands, and more, most importantly, their heritage. Okay, so I'm going to pause there. I'm just going to put on that. Mm. Excuse me now. Now we know, just by doing additional research, that they did not steal those titles and names. They were granted permission to use those titles and names. Because they had to change the faith of who was to carry out their Roman and Egyptian system. So it switched from the melanated black faith to a white faith. Okay? But you better believe even with the, the white faces that we see today sitting on these thrones. I'm not saying that all of them tie back to those bloodlines of the, uh, the melanated black nobles, but they damn sure are appointed by them, and they take their orders back to the old world bloodline. Those are artificially... <clears throat> unmelanated copies of those families because contrary to what the um conspiracy <laughs> folks are telling you about the new world order the new world order has already happened wake it, it was up. to conquer the entire planet wake it up under one banner of the Roman and Egyptian Empire. They give not a damn or give no fucks, as the young <laughs> folks say, on who is the face of that empire, and they hide it by making the world believe it's separate empires by putting up these different nations and countries and continents with these different flags or banners. But if you do research and you know the truth, you all you have to do is look at those same crests, those same symbols, those same banners, those 
the person. It is the same bloodline that is being represented. Okay. So I'll pause in case somebody want to put something on it. <laughs> oh. Let me see. <laughs> I know that was a lot. It's going back to that article, <clears throat> Benjamin Franklin's essay. The fact that all of the world, known world, at that time was melanated. And he said it was very few of them. Right. The whole world. I mean, for some reason, that's that standard. Obviously, they're not natural to here. I would say I mean, that I would agree. That's not being racial or prejudiced. I mean. Everybody knows and admits that there's a lot of people here. Right. So, by very definition of that, if you're not Aboriginal or autogenous, right. you know, why do you think you have a right? anything and of course they would have to steal names and stuff because they're not from here and don't have names right anything natural but um people are spending too much energy on the whole race thing yes too much even if all the quote-unquote white people died in two minutes, shit's still going to be fucked up. Because the system yep. is still in place. The yep. white folks didn't create the system. No, they did not. And that's what all human beings have to realize. Yep. They was just given the reins. That's right. And used as patsies, quite honestly, but yeah. Yep. Well, they know it. They know my asses don't care. If you want to be a patsy and run around just assuming everybody else's identity because you don't have one, then, I mean... That's your business. What does that leave you for real, for real? I mean, they everywhere claiming to be everybody worshiping everything that everybody else worships. Exactly. 
and they got the nerve to say that we're lost and backwards <laughs> and uncivilized. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, they've been caught in the same game as well, and it's even worse um, because the melanated people, we just keep placing ourselves over in Africa. Um, and I'm speaking specifically of uh, no the uh, Americans or the, China uh, the Americas. Um, but mm. it goes deeper for the Caucasian race. It really go. It really goes a lot deeper. And um, you know, they're going to have to also get themselves together and dig deep within and do their genealogy and look at the truth for what it is. And it's not going to be a pretty picture. Not at all. Okay, but, you know, it is what it is. If you say you want to move forward and you want to walk through truth and you want to, um, you know, be of the higher vibration, you can't go into no higher vibration and lie. Lies and high, higher vibration, it's not on the same frequency. I'm going to say that again, and this is for everyone. Lies and high vibration do not resonate together. So anybody that's still playing these games with themselves, Burying their head in the sand. I don't give a damn if it's melanated, white, uh, Native American, Indian, Chinese, don't matter. That's not vibrating high. Sorry, go ahead, Brother Sean. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to real quick... Just give you a uh, spiel on the uh, Black American Indians. He does touch on that. Um, I'm going to slight a little differently from what he says uh, based on our additional research, uh, but nonetheless, very powerful information. Uh, we're still in uh, the Negro Question Part 6, the 13 Black Colonies. This is Chapter 5, page 89. And he talks about the Black American Indians. Um, I want to see if we are on the same page. Have you been asking yourself the same question that I've been asking myself throughout the first four chapters of this book? If these black Scots existed, what happened to them concerning this matter? A huge percentage of the black Scots got absorbed into the black Indian population. Okay? So anybody that has researched your heritage and you see and I'm speaking with the melanated folks of the Americas and you see when if you go back so far and it tells you that you need to go over to one of these European nations to get the records now you should be entering over standing making this connection 
show you the original black Indians of the Americas. He shows you pictures, and a lot of us that have done this particular research, we already know these things. Um, you know, he goes into the cigar figures, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he goes into the whole uh, Spain as well. Okay, so we're not going to go over that because um, he, you know, pulls the pictures of the of Florida king of North America of the 19th century, um, the Florida Constitution of 1671. Um, so he goes into that a little bit. So that should be nothing new to us that have been um, researching such things of who the indigenous or autonomous ones of the Americas really are. Okay, so now we're going to, I'll pause. If anybody want to put something on it before we get into the whole Asia thing, uh, press star one to get in the queue. Um, if not, we are going to go into it. And what's up? Um, I am the universe. I see you in there dropping that knowledge. <laughs> like you always do, you in there um, having a conversation with a couple people. Alif, what's up with you? Peace and love. Y'all going back and forth, dropping some good information. All right. So we're going to go to, um, we're back into the Negro question part four. We're going to go into the Black Russians, okay? So y'all see why I had to get these two books. You see how I'm jumping back and forth between the two and pulling other pieces of information as well to put it all uh, together, all right? But, again, this brother did a hell of a good job. And I also want to point out that um, he also has in his books these crusts, uh, crafts rather, crusts, crust. <laughs> uh, crust upper crust that shows you the empire of the Romans, the same crests and symbols that are being used today, and the same crests and symbols that there uh, that were used in that whole Tartarian Empire shit that they trying to pass off on. Because it's the same people. All right. So um, I'm on page 71 where he gets into the black Russians. Right? So he shows images of Constantine the Great, the Russian Tsar um, Alex Mackay, and the Russian Empress Helena. And he shows um, an image of the cross of Key, a replica of the true cross, the Moscow Kremlin. Okay, so anybody that's into that whole um, Tartarian movement, they put that solely as being more of a white empire coming out of Russia. Okay. That cannot be so if we're sitting here looking at the crest of melanated folk. So those Russian czars were melanated. All right. So he goes, this is an image of Constantine the Great, Russian czar Alex 
uh, and it could be Alexi, excuse me, if that's the case, and Russian Empress Helena. This image is dated in the year 1681, which brings us to within 70 years of Benjamin Franklin's statement that the Russians were a black people. Now, remember, he said that shit in 1751. Okay. Okay. On the next page, we will exceed the statement of Benjamin Franklin that the Russians were a black race of people in his generation. Now, again, he wrote that in 1751. Author is showing us um, different pictures of these uh, melanated czars and empresses in 1681. Okay, so Tartarian, what the fuck y'all talking about? And those same uh, crests that you're using are these particular black nobles' crusts. It's the same Roman Empire. All right. So um, he gives another image of Duke of Portland and Semi Gallon, and this is Ernest Johann von Braun. Okay, uh, so now he could be mulatto, mixed, whatever. Uh, but it goes. This is an image of Ernest Johann von. Baron, regent of the Russian Empire in 1740, and you can see from these images that Russians are still tawny, swathy, or black. We have exceeded Benjamin Franklin's statement by 21 years. Now, when you compare this evidence with the fact that Russia was invited, okay, so here we go, y'all. Let's start, let's start making these connections together, okay, because you can kind of pinpoint when the Caucasian faces started being put on these empires, okay, on these thrones. All right, now when you compare this evidence with the fact that Russia was invited to the Berlin Conference but did not colonize Africa, you can see why. Um, So, you know, his logic is the reason they didn't colonize Africa was because it was Melanated people, I kind of beg to differ because they colonized America. Because we were rich. um, (laughs) Melanated people. So there was another reason why they didn't colonize Africa at this time. But I digress. Anyway, another thing that we need to remember is that Russia was not allowed to be a member of the League of Nations. Could it be that the Russians were too swathy? All the nations that were present were white or English, as per the proof Benjamin Franklin's letter and the eyewitnesses. Russia wasn't at the time. So he's given 1740. Um, Oh, that's interesting. There's a book called The People of the Caucus for Kowalski, 1914. And they're showing a black Russian family in 1914. So I'm going to ask again, Tartarian. Where was the white sitting on the throne back in that time? All right. So then he gives a picture of um, 
Black Russian Army National Geographic Magazine, Volume 1, 1917. Black Russian Army, 1917, and National Geographic. Okay, he said, I had to search the Russian National Archive to find this matching column of black Russian militia. But I wasn't surprised because Benjamin Franklin had stated in 1751 that the Russians were swabby, tarny, or black. Okay? So um, I'm not going to go into the rest. Let me make sure because he did talk about something else. Okay, I'm not going to go into the um, that. Okay, so that's just a spiel on Russia family. Okay? So Russia was black, y'all. So Tartarian uh, community, y'all can come off of it with that fuck shit. Tell the truth. The Russian Empire did not have the entire planet as you all are trying to make it out to seem. Yeah, the flags and stuff look similar, but that's because it is the same Roman Empire, not Tartarian Empire. So y'all then took a small portion of a a territory called Tartar and then blew the shit up into some elaborate shit. Now, I do give you I think credit it's a about the mud floods. We I think it's a psyop. It was a psyop. That was hitting the planet. We do know that we had um, ancient technology, what, what they're calling electricity. We do know that we had far advanced more technology and that it was suppressed. But the rest of that stuff... You all, you need to go back and dig a little further. Either you don't know, I only know one person, and forgive me for forgetting your name, one Caucasian man that said that the Moors, and he were putting it in the term of the Moors, sat on those thrones. Everybody else, you know who you are, gone with the fuck shit. You're lying. No, you're lying. And you're putting out misinformation because you have not done your research. Mm. Okay. All right. So I'll pause, um, Brother Sean or Sister. Do you all want to put anything on the Black Russians before we go into the Asians? Well, that's pictures of Black Russians with the big hair. That's where that hat comes from, the Afros. They were basically gypsies, roaming nomads. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm a gypsy, roaming nomad. Excuse me. Uh, I don't know. They wasn't riding with no pick, pick my lady that 
that I know of to be able to <laughs> harness electricity or make buildings or anything. Because, I mean, they look out the planes, didn't they? I mean, right. even when the quote-unquote Native Americans got here and claimed that they just found stuff here, there wasn't nobody around. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them was like in the plains and places mm -hmm. like that where oh. we just wasn't telling in, in dirt and in the, in the rocks. Right. That's why, that's another reason I don't believe that we came from in the earth. That's like saying in a cave. We weren't cave right. dwellers. I mean, right. we melanated with children of the sun, not of the children sun, of the exactly. sun. Even though we, we came from mama, but right. you don't live in your mama's stomach forever. I mean, right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let me go to uh, 218 uh, before we get into the Asia. 218, your line is open. Oh, shoot. Your Come line on. is open. Peace and love, family. Peace and love, Rhonda. How are you? Peace and love, beloved. How are you? Great. Fantastic. This is Rob Royal Darnell, Northwest American. I'm listening, and I'm, you know, I'm and, um, you know, I like the, the book that you're using. I like the fact that you're pointing to some, uh, uh, creative source material. Um, it's just it's the time frame that that material is coming from. It kind of reminds me of um, 1984, uh, George Orwell, that you know shows how the rewriting of history and the forgetting of things just overnight that we can go through in this whole process, this whole scheme of things. Um, right. And I say that, I, I say that because um, if you, I don't know if you ever uh, covered any of Mac Ritchie's um, material, but one in particular is the Gypsies of Scotland or the Gypsies of Ireland, I'm not sure which, that he uses in the title. But the point is that he's going back in, you know, before the 15th century and coming forward. And um, he shows and makes connections using the um, different societies with, like, the, the, the um, King's Court records and... The other societies that, you know, they didn't play games with those particular records. So then he was showing how certain things were quoted in there to show some truth that you never really see when a historian begins to write a book. But right. Because of the reference and the source is similar to your journals from the ship. You know, mm -hmm. certain things, it's like a manifest. Right. And one of the major things that always stuck out in my mind was the fact that 
when he was dealing with the gypsy, um, some kind of way, I don't know if it's inside the book or inside some of the other researches that I've been doing, uh-huh. it sort of equated to Egyptian because we still was uh, dealing with people who couldn't really speak. And they were shortening saying things, and the way they said things sound different from the way they were. And uh-huh. they were showing in the book how uh, it was also equated to the characteristics, like the, the, the um, what you call it, the um, court gestures and the music uh, things, the the, the, uh-huh. the it was showing how all that was part of the creativity that connects to a lot of the characteristics and the history on um, the things that the Moors thought about in terms of the entertainment and yeah, things they like said that. Speak English. But mm-hmm. most importantly was um, those references of a particular thing. And, you know, the, they keep playing name games with these kings, and Charles might be James, and James might be John, and he might be the same four or You know, so they keep playing these name games. But um, he showed how there were instances where if uh, quote-unquote Gypsy was uh, uh, being charged with a crime, that the king's court would not even hear it. They would refer it to uh, someone they called John Brown, I believe, who was supposed to be like a head guy in the society of the Moors. And they made that distinction very clear. And another thing that had transpired was that at a certain point, when they felt like quote unquote gypsy, so they kept entertaining it, you know, uh-huh. the only consistency was squashing people and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, but they, they said this particular king had gave them like the run of the mill, whatever they wanted. They had a location that they didn't have to pay for or anything. And, um, but at a certain time, when the something was changing, or there was a fight between the different kingdoms, then a particular uh, next thing, I don't know if it's grandson, or, you know, if they broke the line or what, but the next thing wanted to remove these people from the whole, uh, all the islands, you know, Scotland, Ireland, England, from all those places. And... They said, and it was written in these these notes, that we're going to have to ship them back to where they belong. And just where that back and where they belong was, over back to the Americas. And so that always stuck in my mind, the fact that it, it appeared that you had folks over there who were actually originally from here. And so that, that's just a major piece for a puzzle that I've still been, you know, working on, but not so focused because 
I got to work on the present. <laughs> you know. Right, so I understand. I Can you do you uh, uh, Do you mind giving us the that name of that book? It sounds interesting. I think you said the John uh, Mac Mackey, is that the author? No, no, no. Mac Whiskey is the last name of the author. I can't think of the first name for the life of you. Okay, what's the name the, of the book? The Gypsies of either Ireland or Scotland. Okay, okay, One yeah, that sounds other. really interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the reason why I appreciate it so much is because of the reference sources that he was giving. Right, Actually, he got and documents. Yes, yes, yes. And I noticed that, that, that you know, you're bringing out a lot of information like that from those journals. It's just that I noticed there's the big, a great time span difference, and I don't want us to get confused about that either. You know, so that we have so many different things going on through the ages. Yeah. You know, so at one point, it looks like all these heads of companies, companies, companies are melanin. Melanin deficient folks, and like as if they were original, and we know that's right. That ain't gonna work. It, it's not, <laughs> that's not that's not the case, right? 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 Indeed, indeed. Well, thank you, brother, for uh, coming on and uh, dropping us that jewel. That's definitely uh, something to take a look at. Uh, the gypsies, you said, it's either of Ireland or the gypsies of Scotland. Oh, Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting because as we've been doing this research, it just so happened um, that Brother Sean, what was the other brother that put out the, the video when he mentions the gypsies, um, but he was putting them in the content of um, Asia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I can't, um, he carries a more type. Yeah, a seer, a seer. Yeah, a seer. I couldn't a remember seer. his it's name. Yeah, yeah. He uh, kind of uh, brought up the gypsies as well. So I would definitely want to check out, uh, see if I could get my hands on this particular book. So yeah. uh, thank yeah. you, brother, for calling in. I just thank you all as well. Yes. Okay. I appreciate love, you, man. brother. Peace and love. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, then. Uh-huh. Go ahead, brother. When I say Gypsy, I'm referring to, like, the image that Hollywood has given us these. People okay. People don't have a home and just wandering around wandering. and making home wherever they can. Right. The wandering Gypsies. That's where the term came from, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting because I think the <clears throat> the image of a gypsy you think of them to be of Arab Arabic or Asian kind of descent. No, I picture them black. That's interesting. That's why they get prejudiced. That's really really interesting. Wow. But to me, to me, anybody that's just just going around conquering. I mean, you're just wandering around, just 
Your God oh, very, very is, is holy, on it, brother Sean. killing people. Unbelievable. Very interesting. But yeah. the demiurge did have to do it, though. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I'll definitely. I'm gonna try to find that book, family, and um, if I find it, I'll um, read through it or whatever, and then we'll come back and chop it up on some of that material um, at a later date, because, yeah, that's that's interesting to me. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, brother. I mean, we already know that everything is known. As far as for any quote-unquote authentic name, then it would naturally go back to nominate Right. But the whole thing that we overlooking, I mean, okay, it's, it's exciting to know that the whole planet was melanated at one time, but we still had atrocities going on when it was yes, all melanated. That's we right. We still to terms or to grips with that. We still blaming everything outside of ourselves. That's and right. And you were saying earlier, I mean... I, I just don't see all this, everybody being one and love, healing everything when certain people aren't dealing with reality. I mean, I agree. If you truly love somebody, you admit what you've done wrong. And you That's try right. and do right. Yep. You don't just pretend like it didn't happen and just be like, oh, well, we're all equal. Okay, get over Right. 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 It's actually unacceptable. That behavior right, is unacceptable, actually. Totally. So I just don't understand how there's going to be a wealth redistribution but y'all didn't have anything to begin with what are you going to redistribute <laughs> don't give it to people from foreign lands like they did gave it to themselves that, that's the reality yeah. that people don't want to face and that goes back to and I, you know, give a shout out to brother Kalai because that's his term and I love the way he put it cognitive dissidence that's what right. the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get some redistribute when you didn't have anything to begin with? And how do you think that someone that didn't have anything to begin with is in charge of redistributing some shit? <laughs> so that logic within itself you know that it's a lie right there. People wake up. 
And that's why I catch an attitude real motherfucking fast, quick in a hurry, when folks want to push this reset shit down our throats, but yet I'm supposed to look to the very same oppressor, whether it be one person or a system, to redistribute my shit? Oh, no. <laughs> that's what I say. Me. Well, I look at it a different way. Well, I understand your way, but I, I heard a different side of that story. Uh, when he said that, is that they didn't strip us down to so much. What are they going to give us? Because we have nothing to give back to get back. So um, that's what that redistribu- redistribution concept doesn't even make any sense. You don't have anything. They just took it all. And so they're going to try to give us that fake fiat again. Right. So that's, I mean, that's the con right there. Right. That, yeah. that is the biggest con right there. That they can just write a check, a.k.a. reparation, uh-huh. and wipe out all the atrocities when that check, ain't worth the motherfucking ink that is printed that on that it's gonna dry upon it y'all better well, you y'all better it. talk and it and I say again it's not about their commerce system <laughs> it is about the land get off the land the commerce system was broke they they all this loaning they did was with a with a bounce check they didn't have nothing in the bank account and that is that's correct. the whole system that's how the system is it's set up. They, they didn't have any money to start. We exactly. gave them impetus to say your money was worth something. But right. how can you start a system, the Federal Reserve and all that kind of stuff, when you didn't even have any money to start with? What <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> they exactly. used our gold to measure it upon. Exactly. And then, they, and then <laughs> wait a second. I'm going to sneeze. Or maybe I won't. Excuse me. So these bankers and these global elite families used the money, the used the <laughs> they used the gold of the black melanated indigenous Amurikans, Indians, whatever you want to call us. They built their new system against our gold. They gave us fiat Okay, printed all they want while they stole the gold. The Clintons raided all of the, the, the gold reserves in the United States. If y'all go there, Fort Knox, they raided it. The Bushes and the Clintons. They took all that gold and left us with this fiat that ain't worth a dime. And nobody's nobody's watching the store. White people are not watching the store. Black people are not watching the store. Where is the United States gold reserves? We already know that China is backing their their money against fake gold. Fake gold. And people aren't buying it. Well, guess what? The Clintons and all of those people, and believe me, when I call them people, they're not people. I think they're giving it to extraterrestrials for whatever the hell use that they need it for, that they want it for, and that they've been trying to get gold and, and these uh, precious metals from uh, melanated peoples from the beginning 
from the beginning, the time that they figured out that they could steal something. They've been doing it and giving it over to extraterrestrials in exchange for advanced technology and for selling the rest of us into slavery. Everybody this time, even the white people. You better wake it up, America. That gold did not belong to the U.S. corporation. That gold belonged to the black, melanated peoples of the Americas. And these magistrates that were mulattoes, they look white, but they ain't white, took it over for the United States corporations. Honey, that's what happened. And so all these people talking about takers, talking about redistribution, talking about can't afford reparations, you better rethink whose gold it was in the first place, whose land it was in the first place. Who were the real Indians? I'm giving you the history in these shows. Everybody was lied to. And right now it's not about uh, even the reparations because just like they said, if they, what are they going to give us? Fiat that's not worth anything when, when everything crashes? And yet they can't give black people reparations, but they can bring a bunch of people over from foreign countries that never toiled, never sweat, never got treated like garbage to fight for rights in this country. They're all going to get a share in our reparations. Does that make sense? Now maybe some white people want to claim some reparations, from coming over as uh, indentured servants now that we understand about 12 years a slave. Everybody, you better wake it up and stop being so offended. Whether you're black or you're white, it's about slavery. They want to enslave Americans based on fake debt of a fake system that always falls just like Rome fell the first time. America is Rome. You may not want to believe it. But the Israel of the Bible is, is along California. Those main areas that the, the, the Blackamore Indians inhabited, Utah, uh, California, Texas, Florida, all those states, the Grand Canyon, all of that was black. I hate to tell you. And they murdered and enslaved those people genocided those people with white Jesus because they didn't want, they took their religion and then made them worship Serapis Jesus and said, it's okay for us to murder you, take your land, take your gold because uh, Jesus told us to. And you think you're good? I want these people to deny history. This is just history. Oh, this is divisive. This is the truth. This is the underlying truth. If we don't start a national conversation about this, I know you can't talk about me because I'm some hidden topic. It ain't about me. Y'all better start talking about where the hell the gold is, where the hell the money is, and they're replacing this with crypto. Why is it called crypto? Because it means somebody got to die for it to have worth. And whose who's blood is going to give crypto the value. It's not enough that they did slavery. It's not enough that they came over here, stole our identity, stole our gold, stole our country. Now they're going to be basing it on melanin. And if you don't think that those black, the multitude of black people that are erroneously in jail, if you don't think 
that they're tapping those people or that they're going to countries like Haiti and causing, uh, you know, fake, fake, uh, national disasters using harp to get those people's melanin. You better wake it the hell up. They've got the advanced weaponry of, uh, the Egyptians, the Atlanteans. They got it. They got the Egyptian book of the dead. They have all of our information. Black people, you better wake it up. All the stuff that they're trying to make us think is important in terms of value. It doesn't mean a damn thing. You don't have to prove your value to anybody. You were not created by your creator to be a slave. Understand that. The globalists serve an extraterrestrial Uh, whether you want to call them demonic, whatever the hell, they've been here from the beginning and they sold humanity out and they want us to be slaves. And they know that this whole gamma radiation is coming and that's why you're not hearing about the solar flares. They're just going to use it to wipe out whoever the hell that they want and come out whoever's left and do whatever they're going to do. If black people uh, get saved by Sirius, then we're gone, and then whatever, and then they're going to enslave the rest of the white people. Y'all better wake it up. Start putting two to two together. If you're waiting on Q to give you a drop before you can think uh, two news story cycles ahead of time and see what the hell is going to happen, then you're lost. You're lost. What they do is blowing it to us on our trust, our own signature. And that's how they go and get the And let's just dig even a little deeper. <laughs> the fact that the planet is under the spell and the guise of money. Right. That is the slavery trap right there. Because you cannot convince me that indigenous, autonomous people across Mother Earth who already had the land as the caretaker, we're not the owners of the land. We are caretakers. So you had somewhere to sleep. You had somewhere to shit, shower, and shave, and eat. But now all of a sudden you dependent on money and a commerce system and folks are still asleep and do not see that that is the biggest spell and con within itself. Yeah. That has been the con of the Roman Empire. They come in, uh, starting out as friendly then started introducing their trinkets their idolatry and then slowly but surely next thing you know the indigenous autonomous ones call themselves letting them be on their land conducting commerce when right there they seal their fate right They were out of violation right there. Because I say, and I say again, Mother Earth is not for sale. And 
And until people get that in their mind and in their soul and let go of the debt slavery system and honor and respect the land, they're going to continue to be cursed and they're going to continue to be up under that spell. Right. You know, we we started out with the wrong concept. We had no land because all the land was ours. We had no gold because all, all the gold was on the ground. Everything right. was there for us. And then right. they came they came and gave us their little old trinkets, as you say. And their trinkets didn't have any value. What we have, we have to be grateful to, for what our, our stewardship was. It was care for the land. So now they give us our land back so we have to pay for it. That is crazy. I think that's the craziest con on the planet. And, and they haven't given back no land. They gave no, they back no land. Hmm? So now if that it. ain't the biggest motherfucking con, please explain to me, fuck the Federal Reserve shit. That's a later con. <laughs> and that's so bizarre that people are so caught up in that. When you see what you see, what you see, that that shit is just flat out disgusting. <laughs> Let's get back to the biggest motherfucking con that another motherfucker came to your establishment and make you pay on your own shit. <laughs> That's, That's the biggest con. And then put you in jail if you say that they doing that. You know, come on now. And folks still not getting it. Still concerned about a motherfucking reset, a motherfucking package. Still not making the connection to the land Uh-oh. and being grounded. As they sit and wait years and years and decades and decades for their fucking reset. Okay. And even if they give it to them, they still going to be enslaved. Right. You're thinking about switching positions. The other system. Right. The fact that you have to work. Right. The fact that you work. The fact that any of us work. That's slavery. It is. The slave games, it was told, it told backwards, it was told sideways. And a lot of it was invented. Yep. People want to talk about Black Wall Street. That didn't happen out of slavery. Nope. The slave game back then, as they said, was economic. Mm Mm-hmm. Play a game today. It's economic. Yep. Just like people working now. People were working back then. Yep. War started. Mm-hmm. The only war about slavery that took place was people beginning to realize that they were slaves working in the first goddamn place. <laughs> right. And now they got people so screwed up 
you actually want to fight to work. I have the right to work, damn it! <laughs> I want to be a slave. I want to be a slave. My worth is determined by being a slave. I'll send them to the best schools to be thoroughly indoctrinated. And the church is, is telling people, oh, you're not a good Christian. Oh, you don't have any worth. If you don't work your butt to the bone and then drop. That's not what God intended. Yeah, you did a very good impression there. <laughs> you're right. You're right, brother. I just want them to in or someplace else. I know that's, that's right. I, <laughs> I know that's right. Okay. And it's the, okay. I'm sorry, I go ahead. Oh, go ahead no, I was just gonna add on to what you said because it's the same that slavery system that's been on record shit since they've been writing shit. Exactly. It's the same system. They just keep remixing the shit. The religion is that same system. It's the same thing. Because the Bible tells you you're supposed to go to work. Not only is you supposed to give Caesar where he's due, but then damn it, you're supposed to come to church and give God his 10%. Right. <laughs> I'm still waiting on the nigga to come pick it up <laughs> or see who he's doing. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with it. Right. Right. Why you need my scratch? You, you, uh, you the Lord. So really, what are you, Lord? Good point. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Very, very good point. Okay, family, so now is the reveal time. So all uh, everyone that's grew up in, you know, the, the Christian church, um, or rather you're Christian or not, um, now's the time to dust off your revelations. Y'all should know what we're talking about. When we're talking about scene. you should know what we're talking about. When we say come out of her, you should know what we're talking about. Okay, so I, I keep telling y'all that Bible is a book of spells. So you should be to the point where you have decoded it. We're at that time. We're at that age. They laid out for you in the Bible those astronomical events. So the choice is truly, truly yours. Okay, so um, great drop, sis and uh, brother. Okay, y'all. So as usual, um, in the news of space, they dropping all of this other stuff that's not being talked about. Mm. So this might have, um, was this today? I thought I looked at this yesterday. <laughs> Okay, it's saying today, but this is off of um, this uh, website 
Gizmodo, but this is a space article. Yeah, I think this came off of space.com. But anyway, Mercury, not Venus, is the closest planet to Earth. Earth! Huh? <laughs> okay, so a couple of weeks ago, you going to sit up and tell us that the moon is inside of Earth's atmosphere. Y'all uh, miscalculated that. But supposedly and allegedly, you went to the moon back up into the 60s. Right. So in order to do that, uh. you would have had to calculate distance on how to get there. But now, some 50-something years later, that was a miscalculation, too. So now, you know, this particular week, you're going to bring out that Mercury, not Venus, is the closest planet to Earth. Oh, okay then. So before I start this article, there have been several people in the spiritual community side. And um, the one brother, um, Kenny, I can't think of his last name right now, out of um, Britain, that talks about the different um, layers outside of planet Earth, instead of it being planets, <coughs> they're like regions. Okay, so other regions past the pole. Okay, so meaning, you know, like Mars, Venus, Saturn, Jupiter, etc., etc. Those are different regions or different realms with other different beings on them, okay? And, um, you know, we're saying that, like, the, the beings like the Anunnaki and you have the set of beings that they're calling the Greys and the Palladians, um, they come from these different districts. Now, Martin Kenny, that's the brother's name, Martin Kenny, okay? So Martin Kenny was saying, when I saw this article, I'm like, shit. He said that Mercury was closer. And if I'm not mistaken, he was linking Mercury as being inside the... Okay? All right. He says, second, the whites exterminated the indigenous Indians along with the black Scots, and the history of the black Scots got merged together with the history of the black slaves in the South. Um, so that I disagree with him on because, as we know, um, the, uh, this system that was set up was set up by the melanated kings. Okay, so um, all those wars happened under the melanated kings. We also know that they set up um, the quote-unquote white faces to take these particular positions, okay? So all the whites uh, may have carried it out, which they still have to be accountable for that. At the end of the day, it was still a melanated Egyptian-slash-Roman system, okay? But I do agree with him that uh, the Scots were blended in with the indigenous Indians of the Americas, okay? So they just merged the histories into one, and they put the title of 
slavery on top of it. Okay, um, and he said, we were taught in the government-sponsored school system that the runaway slaves sought refuge among the in Indians, but they never taught us that the Indians were black, right? So he just goes in on the next couple of pages to <laughs> Uh, but I want to ask you, yeah, sorry. I want to ask you a question. Is that why these ladies are up in arm about the judge saying that you told a, a woman she was too ugly to rape? I've only cost? seen that briefly. I don't. I didn't really I didn't see it. They get tired of that. What I'm waiting to see though. As if they prosecute them white women for lying and fraud the way that they do in the gay boy. Right, but that's the psyops, though, Brother Sean. That's the psyops. Okay, because okay, they're going to put, put the, you know, the black or melanated, and he's gay, openly gay, has always been openly gay. They're going to put his lie. This is That's the uh, Jesse, Jesse Smollett. They're going to put oh. his lie up against what uh, Becky them, because you know now it's the term of the white women always start some a fucking controversy. That's the nickname mm -hmm. that the internet has given them, Becky. Are going to put the Becky and them lies and schemes up against what happens to Jesse. And that's why I say that it's still all um, a psyop and they're playing on the populist emotions, still right. trying to pull that race card. Still trying to pull that race card. These, these people that are in the public eye, they are not who you think they are. They're not. No. And some well, of them can't pay have support, a very powerful connection. Yeah. That's true. Like the Hiltons and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, people just need to pay attention to not what they're telling you it's about, of the messaging that they're putting with it and use comments. It is a psyop. They have been trying to get a um, racial war to jump off for quite some time now. Yeah, that's a war. It's not yeah. going to work, but that's what they have been trying to do. But it's all. It's all Hollywood. It's all Hollywood. It is. It's all it's all a play and it's all theater, uh, yeah. And everybody that's, you know, scared of Satan and think about Satanists and Luciferians and all this type of stuff. But you watch movies and you love celebrities. Alistair Crowley who came up with the whole concept of Hollywood and the magic that's being played on people with the movie. Yep. Yep. 
and the people you love. You say it's entertainment. Oh, he's she's such a good actress. Oh, they're so lovely. They're demons. Yep. Remember, you're scared of that demon. They're demons, but you love that demon. Right. 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 So okay. As, yeah, exactly. As they're you know giving shout out to their particular gods. The, the hand symbols, I'd be like, damn, people ain't catching none of this. So much symbology in these television programs, it's just, I'm like, wow. And they've gotten so bold with the whole Baphomet concept. I'm, I, it, just, it just blows my mind. It just absolutely blows my mind. And people still not catching it. They still, they're, they're still not making the connections. Uh-huh. Um, you got to check out Doomsday Squad. It's like a, it's a spinoff of Teen Titans, but you know it's like it when I'm with, with all these comic book stuff that's coming out. Mm-hmm. But on their day, they own some serious metaphysical shit on that. Dark Matt, they had the Baphomet on the show. And the Baphomet, no, but the Baphomet was a horse. It was a horse head, a spiritual horse head, and it was, gave them some information. Uh, You just just start to see it the way that they conjure and stuff, and I'm I'm telling you, you would would think that the writer was listening to the thing. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, family, pay pay attention. And, you know, it's interesting because I know we've talked about the Baphomet several times on this show. Um, We told you how, uh, why the particular, um, these secret societies and what they're calling um, Hollywood um, is using that particular concept because they call themselves mastering duality so meaning you know mastering the um the feminine and the masculine as one okay so that's why you have all of this um bringing up of the sexuality being put front and center um and we've talked about this several times so meaning the transgenderism as well as um, the gay and the lesbian, all of that, all of that, um, especially with the transgenderism, that is directly Baphomet. That is directly the Baphomet concept. Now, interestingly enough, I sat there and thought about it from a a biological perspective, and I said, wow, you know, people that get deep, into those particular secret societies and they take on the form of transgenderism not because that's how they feel inside so meaning you know that's the way that they are attracted to the same sex as them and you know they want to be feminine whatever the case but because they are doing it for the sake of being in the secret society they are, what they're not realizing is that they are being conned because mm. as a divine being, you're already both. Right. Right. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, 
Go do you some research on the biology on how a uh, an embryo, zygote, all of that is formed, and how you already have both sexes in you. Shit, stand in front of the mirror. Some is just bigger than others. <laughs> it's all the same thing. So you're already both. But in this physical body, you are supposed to be mastering self. Right. So that means you don't need to physically change self for the sake of fitting in any group or for the sake of honoring any entity or deity outside of self. Mm. So although you may think that you are getting all of this power in this particular realm, you have essentially given the true essence, the most valuable of you, your soul, over to these entities. Now, Brother Sean dropped a video on me. Who's y'all? Let me tell you something, y'all, honey, child. We're going to deal with it in um, a later show, but it is so powerful. If you all want to listen to it ahead of time, I would highly recommend it. It's called, it's off the YouTube channel called Lance Scurry. Lance S-C-U-R-Y. And the name of it is the Black Intergalactical Slave Trade. What? And this sister <laughs> totally lays it out on those spiritual <laughs> planes on how the whole slavery system is being played out from an energy, soul, essence perspective. Wow. Because at the end of the day, we always tell you that things move in the spiritual world first before they manifest <laughs> over into the physical. Um, so we're going to get into that um, in a little shows we're going to do. But it was such a powerful message that if you want to take a look at it uh, listen to it beforehand, I highly, highly encourage you. Uh, the YouTube channel is Lance. Scurry, L-A-N-C-E, S-C-U-R-Y. And the name of the video is The Black Intergalactic Slave Change by Renita Jones. She really knocked it out the park. Folks need to really, really be focused on your soul and mastering self. Because bottom line is you are in control of your own story of your own destiny and nobody's going to tap you on the shoulder and hold your hand through your journey as a matter of fact you have a lot of parasites in this realm hmm. that don't have what you have and they're looking to attach themselves to you to cipher energy and that's what this whole thing has been about in the physical world when we go through uh these different things about colonization uh debt slavery etc 
it all boils down to uh, different entities who are nothing but energy vampires. Mm. Cannot raise up to higher realms, so they have to attach on to other entities for energy. But they use all of the tricks of illusion to keep you focused on the physical and focus on things outside of self. And now they're really, really ramping it up because we are switching into higher dimensions. And you have the opportunity to break outside of the matrix. And that's going to be on a physical perspective. You always had that ability to do it on the spiritual perspective. So they're really going to be putting distractions before you. They're really going to be putting all of these different things before you to try to get you to sign back into an agreement for another cycle right along with them. But they're going to put it in the perspective of being the good guy, being the savior. But in essence, you are signing up another spiritual contract to go through another cycle in a lower dimensional realm. So it is up to you whether or not your soul has fulfilled your particular spiritual contract to move on from the lower dimensions and this fuck shit. And a lot are not ready. A lot are not ready, and that's fine. They will repeat another cycle. But if your soul is truly, truly tired, then you're really going to stay focused, stay grounded, and master self. Do not depend on If you just have to worship something, worship nature. So, sorry, I'll... But what people have to realize, this is the end game. Do or die. They will perish if they don't feed. If they continue to feed, you're going to perish. It's that simple. Everything is on the line. Now, I don't know what y'all think we be talking about when we talk about it's for your soul. Ain't, ain't no reset button on that. They plan for keeps. Yeah. They know they got to go. And they trying to take as many with them as they can. Period. Point blank. Wow. They don't care what they have to do. They'll offer you any and everything. Wow. The range of money is from $500,000 to $6.5 million. And over $25 million was raised by this one bastard from 2011 to 2018. 
Are you going to tell me that's the only one, Rhonda? No, of course not. Now, isn't American capitalism based on competition? That's what they say. Let's say he was the premier scam. That's compared to who, though? Wouldn't you say there would be some white that's not as successful? Agreed. But, done the same, but doing the same shit, okay? Now, excuse me. Uh, Michelle Barack Obama, if, they had not, if he had not written his book before going into the White House, would have still been in debt. I think somewhere in the neighborhood was it like $2 million in wow. student loans or something like wow. that. Wow. Sean, if y'all can help me with that. And they paid uh, for his okay. education. So one woman, and her name, her character's name, by the way, was on <laughs> Right. Okay, in Full House. Uh, $500,000. Okay. Okay. $500,000. Uh, that's an average of $100,000. Doesn't that cover a law school degree? Wow. A medical degree for a doctor? I thought it was $500,000. But I'm just saying, I mean, just around, I know it could be more than that. I mean, just books and tuitions, if you will. We're not even talking about housing and boarding or whatever. But $500,000 would cover putting one impoverished child. It's not about whether they're black, brown, yellow, polka dot, whatever. These are supposed to, and I'm going to be very accurate here because they're not American. There's only one true American national aboriginal autonomous individual population. We know who that is. We do. We know who that is. Well, people we're talking about are United States citizens. That's why I keep sharing with you about the quote from the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Because these citizens are United States citizens. They are not Americans. Mm-hmm. Okay? So these citizens' children, how many of them could have been put into a profession that would elevate them, their family, and many of them still in 2019 are the first time going to college. Not about graduating. Right. And these people, not only gaming the system, can afford to send their child anywhere. Right. But now they are perpetuating this privileged, prestigious, exclusive club of the what, perennials, Ivy League, the Harvard, the Yale, the Cornell, the Princeton, et cetera, to achieve what? Now, we don't want to just get bogged down into the simplistic response of white supremacy. It's, it's really based on what? What makes it valuable? You follow what I'm getting at here? Right. What yep. makes it valuable? Now, do any of these institutions know the actual truth? Would any of them be sharing the knowledge that you shared in the last seven to eight weeks? Hail to the null. So what is the, you know what Dane says Hail about scholarship, right? Dane Callaway. <laughs> I'd love to wish you. Scholarship is Hail just a student. Doesn't matter what your age is. A student being taught something and then continuing to pursue what they've been taught not challenge exactly what one has been taught. So, so what what is it that we're actually pursuing with these so-called institutions? Indoctrination, <laughs> guys, status. With what price tag on it? Now we have just been told the value of the pinnacle of the system ranges from five hundred thousand to six point five million. What is the actual tuition cost? 
somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe between fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. Which is ridiculous. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you so beset with gloom? Cause I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides, just like hope springing high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries. Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard, cause I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still, like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise? that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean, leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror or fear, I rise into a daybreak that's wondrously clear. I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and I am the hope. I am not a slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. Now you know why. So one thing that I wanted to make clear, and I thought this is the perfect time uh, to bring it all in together, is that it's uh, the social changes, the microaggression that we see towards uh, a non-binary, uh, whatever, towards complete redefinition of gender, um, hiring preferences in terms of people that embrace the agenda um, and demanding that across the board, more of it is being seen, that it's not actually about the right to choose or about any of that. The particularities, the circumstances of that is simply being used by uh, the beings that are actually behind the globalist regime are simply using um, the same technique that was used in, to bring in slavery in the United States. What did we learn from this episode? That they erased the nationality. They erased the identity of the indigenous Autochonkin, however you pronounce it, whether you want to say Indian, Black Moor, Moor, 
black Saxon, black Scottish, black Irish, black German, whatever it is, our identity was literally erased and we were reclassified into a color caste system. Understand that. And then that color caste system was used to not only have slavery, but then to keep it going even after the so-called slaves were free. And so what's going on with the new gender and the new uh, uh, everyone have all these different sexual proclivities or whatever, it's not even about any of that. It's about control, the use of sex as a control mechanism. If all of the young men are now transgendered, there's nobody that is going to fight against any kind of army, any kind of anything. Uh, if all human beings, regardless, whatever choice they make, gay, straight, whatever, whatever, whatever it is that they do, as long as it's not the original designations, we become blank slates right now there's a micro change towards something else, something other. But where the entities that are behind the globalists really want is a human being with no identity. No identity. Get it straight. Race is the old game. You're not going to have a race because they're going to encourage all kinds of mixing. You're not going to have a gender because they've got Everyone, uh, the social programming is everybody, you're, you're the wrong gender. Everybody got changed gender. We're not going to have any, uh, uh, we're going to have completely random, uh, sexuality, whatever, whatever it is, however you feel about it. It's wiping away whatever specificity, whatever choice is there. It's not about choice. It's about the taking away of choice. Because if you go step, think steps ahead to the end game, we already know the type of creature that they want to create is a human being without any identity whatsoever. No identity. You are just a connected and uh, unseparated from the computer network, you are simply an avatar. You are uh, Neo connected to the machine. You don't really live in the real world. You no longer have a body. You are Stephen Hawking. That is the future that they see for human beings. There's no sexual function. It's the grays. And we already know, supposedly, if you look at Kerry Cassidy's interviews, that the greys are supposedly uh, Caucasians of the future that have come back to try to see how they can prevent humanity, non-melanated humanity, from turning into these little gray bodies with genderless, uh, I think they, they can reproduce, they have reproductive organs, but basically, it's, it's uh, you know, some kind of hybrid machine. There's nothing there. This is the end game. And nobody sees that behind all these little micro changes, that that's the end game. 
That's how slavery is accomplished. It's not about race. It's not about gender. It's not about your sexuality. It's about taking it all off so that you are just a creature connected to a machine and you are mind controlled under 5G. That's what it's about. Racism is a tool. The uh, gender confusion is a tool. It is a social engineering tool. That's all it is. And there's a deep brainwashing as well as physical uh, things being going on in the environment. The earth is being terraformed as human beings are being terraformed. They want to build neural networks made out of computers into people. It's coming from the chemtrails, changing the human being, rewriting the DNA from the inside, connect you to the computer. You have no identity. You have no sexuality. You're not male. You're not female. Uh, you're not American. You're not black. You're not white. You're nothing. You're a blank slate denizen slave to be controlled. All there is, is a number. You have the, uh, uh, just like a person in a jail. You're in a suit with a number on it. If you people read X-Men and you know about Genosha, that's what they, that's where they're going. That's what all these movies are telling you. We don't like the movies. We don't like what's going on because they keep telling us we're finally seeing that they're telling us the same story over and over that they won and that's what they want. Why did people bored as hell and don't want to go to, um, Star Wars, the galaxy's edge. Cause they're telling you at the edge of the galaxy, the empire wins. There's no Jedi left. There's no books. What did they, how did they get rid of the Jedi in this last movie? What is it? The last Jedi? I think it's the last one. Um, Yoda and Luke are talking. Looks like they burnt all the books. That's exactly what they did when they came to the Americas and they hijacked, uh, the ancient Hebrews that were over here. They burnt all the books. They burnt all of the records of everything. That library at Alexandria with all that knowledge was burnt. This is how they, this is how they do it. Let's wake up. It's a technique. It, they have, it's a pattern that is happening over and over in cycles. You don't have to be Detective Clouseau to see this. And they're about to do it again. And what they do, if those of us that have studied Tartarian and now, you know, I feel like some of the stuff, information that I'm presenting on my show is a very nice, uh, parallel to all the Tartarian information and puts that in perspective because we understand now that this is what they do. They change through microaggression. They change the belief system. They change the religion. They change the belief of who you think you are. They change your identity. They change your sexuality. They change your perception of race. They change your perception of what is um, universal law. What, uh, you know, what is morality? They change it. And then they do a reset. 
before you even have a chance to be like blah blah uh uh oh yeah we're just gonna wait and we're gonna see what happens reset that's what they do when you're when you just start waking up bam the button reset we're not stupid we have all this history it's right in front of us they're not even trying to hide it the pattern the patterns of the techniques being used to take over and enslave that's what's happening again the whole uh sexual agenda that is going on has nothing to do with sexuality it has nothing to do with gay straight uh transgender has nothing to do with that it is about control because once they can control and regulate children from a very early age through sexual abuse and break them they are now mind-controlled slaves and that's why they get all the jobs and that's where the bias is coming from so there shouldn't be uh resentment based on oh well somebody's transgender or somebody's uh getting jobs because they're gay it's not necessary it's not really that it's that this person has been indoctrinated and is now a sex slave. That's that's why they're hired. It's not because of this. It is and it isn't. They are creating a new identity to clearly identify people that are easy for them to control and that will go along with their morality and their system and you know do whatever it is that they say. It's an agenda. So while we're all going along with transhumanism, understand it's just the, the same identity that you're fighting for the right to have an identity. Understand that one step beyond where your, your current awareness is, they're going to strip you of that identity. And then it's just going to be a free for all. And you have no identity, gay, straight, black, white, uh, whatever. You are just something that is connected to a computer and something and someone else controls you and you don't know who it is. Our systems of laws are a joke. These third party, um, unregulated third parties uh, involving themselves in the internet. And if everything is now under the control, a, a digital control, who is really in control? If somebody is committing crimes or abusing privileges, who do we go to? Who do we tell? We just heard in this whole episode. We just heard in this whole episode how people that are easily controlled because they've been, uh, you know, raped as children and they're under control are put in these top schools, whether they get the education when they're there or not, they're going to get the top jobs. They're going to get the top play, pay and play. And everybody else is just wherever you fall is where you, wherever you may. And that is the Nazi mentality. Ashka Nazi. That's the mentality of, well, well, why did you kill all those people? Because I was told to. That's where that comes from. You don't have an identity. It's it's almost like, you know, fascism, of course, but, you know, the it's a sense that, you know, whatever the Fuhrer says, whoever's in charge, what they tell us, we just do it, and that's it. 
And that's what's, that's who gets hired. The person that's going to just do whatever. And our system of what we think is democracy and all the rights that we think we have are being literally erased before our eyes. So um, I put in here a quote, no matter what you think of Kanye, slavery is a choice. Whether you think it was back then, was or wasn't, right now, the choice is being given to us again. Do we choose it and sit and act stupid and sit on our hands like we don't know what the hell is going on? Or does anyone wake up and are people able to snatch themselves and act like adults and be proactive? And also, can we be unified and see through their techniques of division and be unified regardless of our differences, understand that what's what unites us is that we all want to survive and I don't think any of us want to be slaves. So I hope that helped. Kyla Powers Radio. I choose not to be a slave. I rise. I rise. I rise.